the Echo Sport Podcast in association with O'Sullivan Brothers DIY. Kitchens, wardrobes, stores and floors we supply to your design. Visit osbgroup.ie or in branch at Holly Hill and Toker. Hi, I'm Eamon Murphy and welcome to the Echo Sport Podcast in association with our friends from O'Sullivan Brothers DIY. I'm joined this morning by Dennis Hurley and Barry O'Mani. We're going to look back on a very busy weekend of Cork Club football action. Uh, we'll start off with a few talking points. Barry, I suppose the big talking point yesterday from Parky Ring was that Ballancolly got the win they needed against Carrigline, but their star young player, Liam O'Connell, is jetting off to Australia. Yeah, I... Uh... Made my way across the pitch after the game and I uh, spoke with the manager, Padzi Omani. And I suppose before we kind of got talking about the game, he, he told me that uh, Liam McConnell is heading down under in two weeks' time. Um, he signed uh, a professional contact with uh, St. Uh, Kilda. Um, Great a, opportunity a, for him take up an Huge AFL opportunity, career. yeah, AFL side. And um, yeah, obviously, you know, Padzi was you know, obviously bitterly disappointed to, to lose Liam. He won't be available for the last group stage game but look it's a huge opportunity for him and he um, yeah, he wished him well and he's heading off now in two weeks time so, and he's yeah. kind of a rising star in Ballancolic look I suppose the Cork underage footballers besides a couple of minor titles Liam wouldn't have played it. they haven't had massive success but I mean for me leaving aside the Ballancolic base he was probably the standout player for the Cork 20s this year they were badly beaten by Kerry but he was leading the charge and he's quite distinctive with the, with the long blonde mm. hair very athletic guy he played Cork minor as well and been a very good player with them so you know it's a bit like the Mark Keane situation when he first went to Australia Dennis isn't it in that he'd have been a guy that you'd be looking next year to be kind of integrating into the Cork setup. I know John Cleary had his INM and I know he was very, very highly rated around the county. He played well when Ballancolly got to a semi-final last year too. So, yeah. he, so he's a big loss for Cork football, obviously. With he club, is. Club level, of course he is. But he, He's a real classy player. Like he, he stood out last year. Like, you know, he, he he's ideally suited to Aussie rules, I suppose, because he's he's good at carrying the ball in a strong runner and then he's able to pick out a pass as well, which not a lot of fellas can do. So he'll be a loss, obviously, to Ballancolly. Like you say, Cork looking to take the next steps now probably get promotion next year push on in the championship you need to be adding guys to the panel and like you say he'd have been he'd have been one that people would have been hoping might step up and it'll be a pity that way St Kilda playing red white and black so maybe that's why Bell and Colic had the the change jerseys on again um at the weekend they they did them well um it, it's it is you know you're never going to criticize young fella for taking that opportunity for a shot at professional sport, you know, we've seen it. Sedento had been, was he who's last to car curling through the naughty? Absolutely, yeah. He went there. We're still mourning that yeah, one 20 years absolutely. later. Absolutely. Uh, I know exactly was there. Obviously, Michael Shields went to Carton as well, came back to the benefit of Cork and St. Finbar's football. So, guys go, give it an opportunity, and you know, they're always welcome back with open arms. So, and an interesting one with Liam is that he actually grew up in Australia. Barry, uh, his father, Conor Connell, would be kind of well known for the, the older generation. He was a fantastic footballer for Ballincollig and played, you know, under 21 for Cork, won All-Irelands there. And, uh, you know, was a big, again, big range, athletic fella and an absolute gentleman. Uh, probably his career highlight was playing junior C with me there about, about 20 years <laughs> ago, I'd say. Uh, but Con- Connor's a gent and his younger brother, Ben, and he's got sisters. They're all very talented athletes. But, it, you know, sure, I suppose everyone will wish him the best, but it, it, it doesn't help for Ballincollig that they're playing Aerog now in a couple of weeks' time in a must-win game. Winner goes through or a draw will do Aerog. Yeah, a huge game in, in three weeks' time over in uh, Courtrud. Um, but in fairness to Liam, like, he played well on, on, on Sunday. Like, obviously, that was playing in his mind. And 
obviously you know it's a huge opportunity for him in two weeks time um heading off to australia so you know he played well yesterday and um and obviously yeah the the, the news broke then in the dressing room obviously um after the game and um this was the so said don't have time to feel sorry for themselves yeah, anyway like, after Paddy playing said, look, in a few weeks so. said, look, I'm back training um you know, on Tuesday, Wednesday night, and he's a look. You just have to, you know, drive on without him. And and, and that Airog Nemo game, you were doing the double header, Barry Airog. They only lost by a couple of points in the end. Did it, that wasn't a bad result, was it? You consider that Nemo put paid to Balancholic pretty handily in the opening round. Like they, Aero, might, have took, <laughs> took, they might have snatched the result, could they? they could have. Um, I suppose Airog would be happy, and then they'd be disappointed. They'd have mixed emotions. Um, you know, they played well in defence, but. Um, don't have a good structure about them, but if they were just a little bit better with the ball, they could have they could have uh, won it. Um, you know, they had they had they had their chances. Um, Nemo weren't weren't at it, and um, but yeah, they they take positives out of the game. Parikhan absolutely going to the the um, the Balancholic game. It'll probably depend on the result in that Balancholic game. What do I mean? If they beat Balancholic or draw, because a draw will do them on scoring difference and go through, it won't really matter. Whereas if they end up going out. They'll probably say, if you want to, geez, we look back and, you know, if we, we could have even got a result against Nemo, you know. Yeah. That'll probably dictate how they view that game, won't it? Yeah, like, Jerome Keller got a goal with a few minutes to go and, like, Nemo, wow, hanging on towards the end, like, you know, we're putting a lot of pressure on, on, on Nemo, but you just weren't able to, to get that but, um, two points yeah, or, or the Dennis, goal that's Nemo, isn't it? Yeah, like, yeah, you, against you know. Nemo, a lot easier said than done. Yeah. First game against Bad and Colleague, like you say... You said Nemo aren't at it against Aerog, but they weren't at their best against Balancholic either. But they get the results. And I think that was a team, even if you look at what we termed the big three of Nemo, St. Finn, Barris, Castlehaven over the weekend, they controlled their games without being rampant because it's not the time of the year to be at no. your best. And modern football isn't that anymore yeah. anyway, is it? I mean, you it's, get you know, two points on the board, see how your scoring difference is going to the last game. Maybe there's a semi-final spot up for grabs. Yeah. The important thing is you've got to win, you know, St. Finn, Barris, Slow start, but got on top against Michaels and took took um you know they they, they made sure that that they just stayed on top. Then that was their eleventh straight win in in the group stages since the the new farmer has come in, which is incredible consistency. Really, you know when when teams can get caught on an off day, like to be able to go out and just make sure they they get the wins. Yeah, and I mean our hurlers lost the previous week. Obviously, yeah, Sire's a very good team, exactly, but it shows yeah. how hard it is to win every group game. Like, not yeah, that easy like. Completely. So it, it, you know, I think we are still looking at probably. Well, Barry will go through it now in the power rankings in a, in a while. But I think we are just looking at those teams are able to, to close out a game when it when it matters and and get the result as a building block for for further down the line. And Castlehaven were the same, blowing Clannacilty on on Saturday did night. Enough. Just did enough to win the game against Valley Rovers. Um, so yeah, they'd be delighted with that. And I, I suppose jumping out for the wrong reasons was. That Derby game yesterday, Clonning and, and, and Ross Carberry, Carberry Rangers, six points each. I thought that would be, naively, probably thought that would be a cracking game. Clon had had a fantastic win over Valleys. I know it's a Derby. I've covered some of their Derbies over the years. I know a different era, but I'm still, you know, six points each, that's pretty dour, lads. Yeah. It, Disappointing. I think we, we saw both of them against Nemo last year. A lot of men behind the ball. And when those two systems come up against each other, you know, it's not going to be a score fest. Add in the fact it's a derby, huge amount riding on it, given that... And the group is very finely poised, isn't Yeah, it? exactly. So, I suppose either of them would have probably taken a point beforehand and just stay in the mix going into the, the final game. Clan and Castlehaven in a few weeks' time now, again... That's one of the games of the weekend coming up there. Yeah, the last but round. again, maybe for 
the potential rather than what we'll what, yeah, see served you, up. You just don't know. Um, you know. So in that group, Clan now have a win and a draw. Clan have three and Gaslaven have three. Three points each, so yeah. Yeah, and Cabaret Rangers have two after the, their So could draws. we have a scenario where it'll suit Clan and Gaslaven to get a <laughs> dour draw maybe and I suppose it'll depend on yeah. if Valley Rovers have a kick in them. Yeah. They'll be disappointing their two matches if they have a kick in them against Cabaret Rangers. Yeah, it'll be like Ireland and, and Holland in the 1990 <laughs> World Cup. You know, mutually yeah. beneficial. I don't, think you, I don't think we'll see that. Um, it it'd be very hard to arrange and get a football, but it, it there, there's a lot of a lot of possibilities at, at play. And Valleys obviously don't have any points, and they can't qualify. But they've wanted to make sure that they it's avoiding relegation. Don't, don't end up yeah. in the relegation, so Ross won't be getting anything easy from them either. And, and at this stage of the season, Castlehaven's form has been a little bit mixed, lads, hasn't it? You know. You'd be expecting a small bit more of him, possibly unfair, putting unfair pressure on him, especially when Brian Hurley has been restricted to just playing the second half. Well, the last that, day, that's it. Guys away with Cork, hurlers and footballers, the Catalans oh, playing the with Catalans, the Bears. Yeah. Um, you know, you're, you're trying to put all these ingredients together and hope yeah. that it, it works straight off. I think they, they'll be satisfied with where they are. Things are in their hands with a game to play. And you know you're just looking to to build in for the the knuckle stages, assuming you get there. And, and that's it for us. But someone like Castlehaven have been there thereabouts year after year. Yeah, you just want to get out of the group, and then, then you know it depends the luck of the draw too, how the draw goes. I know they're seeding, but yeah, and Castlehaven are the kind of team that when there's more riding on it, it brings out the best in them anyway. I think they are, they are. Yeah. They get they like to have an you know, a cause, and I suppose that's where the Clan Castlehaven game could be a belter if they think they can get the win top the group. Yeah, it, you know, it, find a bit be, of form before they get. Uh, both teams will probably have the mindset that Cabaret Angels will beat Valleys, so that their match is effectively a knockout game, which adds that adds, 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 spice, adds yeah. a bit of spice in it. Um, and looking at like I suppose the the standout teams at the weekend, anyone jump out for you there, Barry? I, I, I suppose you know there's plenty of teams got their seasons back on track anyway straight away. Yeah, like B- Bandon in the in the Premier Premier Football oh, Championship, good shout, yeah. they, you know they had a huge win. Um, like they beat Nemo second team by a point, but it was huge in the sense that, like, you know, they've been struggling um, this year in both codes and um, confidence it would be low, of course, like going into that game. So it was a statement for them that confidence would have been very low, yeah. Um, so they won by one point and they're still in with a chance to qualify for the knockout stages going to the last game. So they'll be, you know, they'll, they'll be delighted with that. Um, Peter Callan got uh, got one two for Bandon, uh, Mark uh, Shugu got, got five points. So you know, a good win for them. Um, Ahada, um, sticking, put a huge score up. Stick with the same Pearsig, same yeah. grade at the Premier League Football Championship. They, they they had a huge win over over the Pearshig, um, three twenty four to two five. It's hurling scoring, I suppose. Um, really. So they'll be delighted because they you know had performed well enough against Kilimanjaro in the first game, last by a goal in the end. But they were very competitive in that game. So and those results, they they all keep the groups very live going into the last. Weekend of it, don't they? So like they had a manager, Philip Moore from from Oscarby, now living in Milton. You know he'll be he'll be delighted with, with that win and uh, gives them a gives them a chance. I suppose they'll be underdogs going to the, the last game um, against um, Kilshanig, but they, you know Kilshanig will be yeah. naturally favourites there. I suppose with Killian O'Hanlon anyway, straight away in the middle. Yeah. And, you know O'Hanlon is butter. They're two standout players in terms of you know Cork terms, but I mean they've good football footballers acro- across the board. What about you, Dennis? Any yeah, teams I, jump out there? I had Bandon as well. It's almost become Kentor Corner, and they had another good <laughs> win, but just to spell it around, Bandon, like you say, not going great in the hurling. Lost their first football game, and. One can bleed into the other in a dual club when you have so much crossover in a team. Yeah, so ten or twelve players. Playing yeah, to come both. from being one eight to five down against Nemo and to win 
should give him huge confidence. They lost to Rockchapel, so they're playing Castle Dunbar now. Castle Dunbar won their two matches, so it will be tough, but they'll be going in in a better frame of mind. And if we were going with Division of the Weekend, uh, a loyal listener got in touch to say that as well as Castle Dunbar, Adrigal and Oren also won, so a clean ah, sweep. Good for weekend for Beira. For, for yeah. So they'll be happy. And I think Radical David Harrington was still uh, leading the line by all accounts, scored one five for them. A yeah. veteran player who's played a lot for Bear over the years. And uh, I know look, you'd like to see Bear football going well. I always think, you know, Cork football team will always or squad will always have a couple of Bear lads dot, dotted into it and they're they're very, very loyal football. Yeah, absolutely. Men don't 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 and women don't don't that neck of the woods. Um, I suppose Cantor, as you said, we've we've mentioned Cantor week after week, they'll be dominated. But God, they put up like probably the only game that jumped out as being a thriller anyway, starters. It was five goals scored and you yeah. know, a goal between the teams but they beat Skib that was a fantastic win yeah and um, the, they're two teams who would have designs on, on going going far in the championship so great for, for Kentuck to, to get that, that victory um, Colin Moshka won 6 Ian Walsh won 5 you know we we talking enough about the lowest scoring down encounter so it's important that was a jump out straight away yeah, was just, to like that, that was the type of game you wished you were at yeah yeah, yeah. and again maybe you mightn't get the same outcome in the knockout stages, it might be a bit more open when you have two teams who won their first game. A little bit more breathing space. You think back to the Nemo and Castlehaven group game last year, a similar cracker like that. But obviously, the 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 context is all important. But we won't be um we won't be critical of the fact that we got a nice open football match. Absolutely, and for I, I suppose look, we we won't argue with Bandon anyway for, as the team of the weekend because I think it is very difficult. Yeah. You know, we we're all involved with clubs who who play both codes, and when you've lost three four games, and as we said, Bandon had struggled in the leagues as well. Like you know, their their, their heads were down. Yeah, they came out and got a massive win, and Nemo's second team is still a team packed with gifted footballers, guys who've been Cork miners across like Corkery who came on for their senior team. Then yeah, subsequently that's it. last night, Collinson he featured in that game. Um, for players of the players of the weekend, lads. Um, Danny Creedon for Hada. Um, we just mentioned Shot the We just mentioned the Hada there. Uh, Danny kicked one fourteen, uh, which was huge scoring, and he got uh, seven frees. So seven from uh, play, seven points from play. There's no no quibbling with that in football. And special mention as well for Harry O'Horn uh, for Ballincollig. He got three points from from midfield in the win over Carl Glynn. Um So as Harry, you know, he's. He's been troubled with injuries there this year. Yeah, he so, missed the uh, whole Cork under twenty campaign actually, which was a fierce disappointment for him because he hadn't played Cork minor and then, then missed out. So, and I think he was picked up an injury playing for the UCC Freshers. He kind of stood out yeah. for them this year by all accounts. Well, so he played well yesterday on Sunday for Bannockonic. Uh, I propose a, a joint nomination for the the two Walches, two eleven between them, two seven from play, but. Um, they did share it I'm sure yeah. they wouldn't mind <laughs> and, and Colin Walsh definitely like in the two rounds I know we've mentioned him quite a bit obviously he's been playing very very well especially after the disappointment of, of the Cork under 20s where he, he ended up you know falling down the pecking order a bit and being a sub in the, in the all Ireland final um, possibly a better footballer I've, I've said this to a few people and a few people have said it to me I mean he was a dual Cork minor I, I think at minor he might have kicked three or four points and played down in Trilly like he's a big guy, a target mm-hmm. man. I wonder would he be tempted, lads, to, to to look at the football next year? I mean, you you yeah. big interview in Monday's Echo <laughs> with um, John Cleary, Barry, and he's mentioning you know obviously not specific players, but that that he'll be looking at you know expanding the panel a bit. But like Colin ticks a lot of boxes. He's tall. He you know he's good in the air. He can kick off both feet. Or does he just stick with yeah. the, with the hurling? I suppose Pat Ryan gave him opportunities in the early stages of last season, didn't he, with the, with the hurlers? Yeah, it'll be interesting what way he goes. Yeah, he's he's a very good footballer, a very good hurler. So it will be interesting. Uh, what direction he, he goes down um, for now he's gone down time. the hurling route in that he didn't play under 20 football for Cork this year so yeah so we'll, we'll see but he yeah he played well again for, for Kentuck in, you know in the, in the football and 
he was um, excellent for, for, for Kentucky in the, in the hurling the week before against Newtown. So he's going well. And uh, that's a good, good complaint for him but, to have but, anything you know, in demand. Yeah. If, he, if, if, he, if he did pick football, um, you know, he, he he's would certainly be. certainly talented, isn't he? He'd be huge. huge and I addition. suppose for the footballers, then it's like they lost, you know, one of the standout kind of dual underage players last year in, in Brian Hayes, who, who switched to the hurling, you know, got a goal against Tip and featured a lot. So, you know, I'm sure he isn't regretting that move at, at all. But he looked like a. Fantastic football prospect too. Didn't yeah. he? He, he was superb for the Bears all the way to the county final last year. Won the standout in both codes now again. But yeah, that classic Cork thing like lads leaning towards the hurling over the football. That's it, and especially at the moment when hurlers are probably closer to an All Ireland. If if you're looking at it objectively at the moment, but even even a decade and a half ago when the footballers were, were feeling a bit better, you still had guys kind of to play jeweler. Or yeah, look at the switch, yeah, yeah, and. It'll always be the way in Cork. It's the glamour, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. So, you know. And what about uh, Jack Callan? Let's see the standout game. Uh, I saw that James McCarthy was talking him up afterwards as as a guy for the future for Cork. He had actually played for Cork last season during the summer. He came on. John Cleary is his uncle. Obviously, you know, I had him involved in the panel. You know, very good underage player again. You know, star hurler with Christians and won all Ireland under twenty medals, and with with Cork. I think we could see him involved with the footballers now next year. You know, I mean, he's not the biggest lad, you know, compared to his brothers are huge, but he's he's a tough cookie, serious footballer, skillful on the ball, brilliant hurler too, but he's a guy I'd love to see getting a, a run out next year. Would you think, Barry, with, with Cork? Yeah, possibly I would like to see him involved. Um, Good on the ball as well. More with, like? the, with, with the footballers now next season. Um, like I saw him in action against Cowboy Rangers in the first uh, group stage game um, this year and he kicked a um, couple of great points and unfortunately for him he, he went off injured and, like, and he, was a, he was a big loss for, for Castlehaven in, in that game so um, yeah I, I would like to see him involved you know, and I, I did see James McCarthy you know in, in Tuesday's Echo he was mentioning that look you know one of the things with Jack this year was that he got to play all the league games in, in both codes and maybe settle a bit as opposed to being, being pulled between pillar and post so possibly that was a bit of the thinking behind maybe not being involved with Cork this year settling down he's still only 21 and then maybe driving on next year with footballers he's definitely a guy I'd love to see, love to see involved next year Yeah and the, there's, there's probably a very very tough competition for places in attack and the hurling squad at the moment so he might look at Oh he's definitely going to get a better opportunity yeah. with footballers anyway you know um, and and lads, I suppose we we'll go. Will we go with Danny Creedon for the the player of the weekend? I don't think you know. Yeah, you can argue with a fella getting one seven from play. Yeah, absolutely, Danny. Is that yeah. a fair enough fair yeah. enough shout? Yeah. Uh, we got a great win for Ada. Uh, upset of the weekend? Anything jump out, Barry? Anything surprise you? There was one big result that surprised me anyway. Yeah, in the in the Premier Senior Football Championship, uh, Mallow was one point win over Douglas, uh, ten points to nine. Um, yeah, big, big, big shock, really. You know, just on the basis, it's just like, because Mallow got well beaten the first round, didn't they? Like the Bears had blown him out of the water, really. So, yeah, it was a blow power performance um, for Mallow that day, and like it was a huge win at the weekend against Douglas because like Douglas were looking at qualifying, I suppose, if they got the win. So, so a lot of people were maybe expecting Douglas to to push on, you know, um, after the one point win over St Michael's first day out and. Do you know they're on the back foot now because they have to play the Bears, uh, you know, the last, last game, game yeah. and you know they need a result there. So it's and it's that group is totally up in there now, Dennis. It, it is. Everyone's back in play. In yeah, that potentially you could have three teams on two points if if Michael's beat Mallow. That that that's it. Yeah, and if if we'll say theoretically, if Michael's one by five. I I think the Bears one by five. You'd actually have Michael's going through and scoring difference. Obviously, Mallow now will be on a high. Douglas will be sick of the side of Mallow because last year. They beat Mallow, but not by enough, and lost out on scoring difference. Mallow had topped the group with a game to spare and made a great comeback to uh, up Scott Douglas. And, you know, the, the way they did it on, on Saturday, 
when you're down by two points and time nearly up, you think you need a goal, but to be able to get the three points like that, Sorry. you know, I suppose composed and experienced. Yeah, so there wasn't a exactly, team in the second yeah, year up this grid. They, they have they've definitely developed since coming up, and that last match now is extra intriguing because Mallow beat Michaels in the 2017 Premier Intermediate Final and the 2021 Senior A Final. So there's a great bite there. Yeah, exactly. Bit of history there and. A lot will depend then. Douglas could turn around and maybe beat the Bears and you wouldn't know what would happen. Well, so. well you've talked up the Bears winning streak so I think you're <laughs> yeah, setting yeah, it up I, yeah. to, be, to be broken there now. <laughs> yeah, two weeks I, time. I, I, might, I might have uh, put the hex on them there. So, you know, it's um, a lot of possibilities so it's good to have it interesting going into the, going into the final round, yeah. And in the lower grades, I, I suppose the, the big thing that jumped out to me in the lower grades wasn't so much upsets but just, just how open a lot of the competitions are, you know, there are some teams got a couple of wins. Bantry say backed up their opening round win, got got another brilliant victory over Neva Ball that basically virtually puts them through Rory Dean with the goal. But it was, you know, it's wide open enough across the other grades, isn't it, Barry? It is wide open, yeah. If you just have one look at the groups, like it's wide open. It's odd play for going going to the final day of the of the group stages. Um, like if you look at the Premier Junior Football Championship, say next to it had a great win at the weekend against Colin above in Mallow and on Sunday too. Saves their season. Two nine to one ten, but like you know, say Knicks have, have struggled over the last couple of years. Like you know, they were a, a tough light club uh, four years ago, so it was a huge win for them. And um, especially if the yeah. Glen after losing last weekend, I know they wouldn't have a massive crossover yeah. dual players, but it's you know it's the same club, the same supporters, and all the rest of that. That gives them a real lift, doesn't it? Yeah, huge, huge shot in the arm for them. Yeah, going going to the, the and in that grade, Barry, I saw Cahill O'Mani was back in action. I know he played for. Ali Giblin the hurlers he came on for them last week but it was great to see him coming on for Mitchellstone wasn't it you know from a Cork perspective again you know you're chatting with John Clare and he's looking to boost the squad but straight away there's a player that would make a massive difference to his squad it's Colin Manny simply because he can kick points from distance which we don't have a lot of Yeah Cahill missed the, the, the first group stage game against Bohabui again uh, Mitchellstone drew and uh, he played 50 minutes uh, for them at the weekend in their, in their, in their two point win over, over Avendu rivals Kildare um, and he, he kicked a point, so Mitchelltown will, will be delighted that you know he got fifty minutes under under uh, under his belt. So and they have three points um, on the board now going into the last group game, so they're well poised in yeah. the qualify. Yeah. And I suppose we'll have to do the uh, the tough task now of reviewing our power rankings. <laughs> two two weeks into it, we'll do the football this week, and we'll do the hurling next week. We'll start off with the Premier Senior. I suppose the top three. Probably hasn't changed, Barry, has it? What was your, your original top three? Was Bears, Nemo, Haven? Was it that order? Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah. In, the, in the Premier Senior. So, yeah. I don't I think anyone would yeah. argue with that. Sorry, Premier Senior. Yeah. There's nothing to shift that yet, no. is there? No, 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 no. Have there been no, any, any clubs that have looked like kind of dark horses? I suppose you might have said Douglas after getting the win over Michaels and then they, they, they lost to Mallow, but like it's hard to see. Like, it's hard to see at the moment. We'd say if Ballincollig or Rogue's well set up, that's going to be a cracker in a few weeks' time or, you know, like you, you can't see either of them winning a county, can you? Realistically, no, not you know, at the semi would be a great achievement. Semi final, maybe, yeah. Clannacilty, um, maybe, uh, but you know. It, but no, it, it look very hard. Look it's very, it's teams, very hard to, to look uh, past the the, the old reliables, yeah. And, and the bars probably, you know, they they're probably men in the mission this year, Dennis. Are they, aren't they? After losing last year's come no, final when they so. were favourites and chasing yeah. double. Yeah, and they they've come back in in the best way possible. Um, you know, they won the league, and they've. Got off in the front foot in the championship, so they'll be they'll no, be the no arguments there. Yeah. Oh, what about senior A? That one seems a, little, a lot more interesting to me. In that you could have probably picked six or seven teams in your top three yeah. back a few weeks ago, and you're well, probably still the same boat. I had I had Newstone, Knocknagree, and O'Donovan Rasa at the outset. That was uh, your top three in that order, yeah. Yeah, and no, on reviewing it, I'd go with Kentork, Donnies, and keep Skib in there. 
Um, Donnie's have been very impressive. Uh, they beat Newstone and they beat Bishopstone. And that sets up a really intriguing last round between Newstone and Bishopstone. Two Winner teams. goes through kind of thing. Like yeah, that. exactly. Yeah, it's effectively a knockout game between two teams who've come down from senior in recent times. Um, Island Rovers are, are out and just making sure that they don't get caught in the, the relegation. Donnie's um, in, in their win at the weekend, Colm O'Shane. Shane Barry did a lot of their scoring, which is very encouraging when you consider that. You'll be looking to Fionn Hurlihy and... Um, Mark Buckley, I suppose, yeah. Exactly, yeah. yeah they're they're kind so, of better-known players. Yeah, anyway. just to have a, a good scoring spread like that is, is, is a huge asset. Uh, and then Ken Turk, obviously, like we said, been, been really impressive. Yeah, probably them out of it at the start because you're thinking of the dual aspect and how that and might they're, And they're them. newly promoted, I suppose. Yeah, but they they really just um they they really hit the ground running and Skib Skib lost to Kentork, like, like we said, an open game, but they'll they'll be um they'll be still feeling like they're in a They'll still be expected to qualify will they in the last round, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well they they beat Knock Degree um in their first game, which it was it, huge obviously yeah, in a tight group so like that. They they from all I know, um so they they'll be they'll be hoping to just get get the win and kind of re reset and and refocus for the knockouts yeah. And what about for the next year down the Premier Intermediate football? Premier Intermediate, uh, I had Kilnamartra, Bantry, Blues, and Eve Leary. No, it's Bantry, Kilnamartra, and Kilshenig who had a, a good draw with um Kilnamartra and Kilshenig um up from Intermediate A the same kind of thing the. The bounce that you get from from a, a title win, yeah, like the Hanlins and the Cunninghams, and they've got some good players there. Yeah, in that, in that and team. you know Bantry bounced back well. Rory Dean got one, two. Paddy Cronin got four points. Um, so you know they'll they'll be Bantry were last year's runners up, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. So they, they lost they, to you know, in the final. Yeah, there's a bit of momentum there. Yeah, and they're, yeah, they're a club so. that were starved maybe of, of success for a while there. When yeah, the so upper tiers. You know, sometimes losing a county can knock a club back, and might take time to recover. But they look to be um, having channeled it. Fairly, fairly well. And with Ive Leary Barry, they got the, the win in that, that uh, derby we referred to last week as one of the big games of the weekend. They're playing McCroom, got the job done. Uh, it sets them up, up now for another derby with Neil Hoban. The last day that'll be, that'll be a great game and kind of effectively winner goes through in that one as well. So, yeah, that'll be, that'll be a cracker. That'll be a cracker. But, you know, going back to the game of the weekend, um, they had a comfortable win in the end, really, over McCroom. Um, McCroom got in transition or something, maybe. Uh, they just. Yeah, I'm not sure what's gone wrong. They really did a did a good enough league campaign, um, in Division Three and obviously during the Tom Creedon Cup final, um, this weekend against Nachtigree, but um they'll be wanting to win that on their they, home turf and their own competition after, just, after a club legend and Cork legend, so just to give them a bit of confidence, you know, because it's McCroom now they've lost two local derbies to, to Neva Bon Ivalary. They'll be listening to that uh, for the winter. So yeah. Um but I I Valeri had a um That'll be a great game now. Chris Og Jones and anyway, straight away he kicked five points I think the last day, so that's what you'd expect him to do at that level, isn't it, Barry? It'll be yeah, he's a he's, 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 he's a class player, class yeah. player, you know, in, in, in that particular grade, obviously a Cork senior footballer. So um but you know, Neverborn, um they were just I suppose a nucky uh, against Bantry on, on, on Sunday. Um, there wasn't a whole lot in that game, like so they, I mean they'll probably say they're playing Ivalier, they'll have every chance in that match. Yeah, they'll have they'll have right caught half Ivalieri and obviously Ivalieri um you know, we're disappointed with, with losing the semi final. Just was the manner in in the, in the way they lost the semi final last year to Bantry uh, Blue. So it'll be determined to to go kind of you know one step forward. Or yeah, and that, that'll be a cracker because I mean, look over the years, I you know it's down the old junior B and junior C ranks that I play most of my football. But 
know, the likes of Ballingear, the likes of Naval Bond, they're, they're hotbeds of football. They absolutely love the sport out there. Even you go down to their lower teams, their third or fourth teams, they always play good football. They move the ball well. Um, I've varied the same bit of a smaller pick, maybe. But, you know, that'll be a belter of a game, won't it? But like, Naval Bond, like, it's been some transformation. Um, like last year, they were kind of all over the place, really. Um, and this year, you know, they've got to act together. Um, Carl Keane is, is, is involved um, with them. So, um, you know, a new system player, so they, they'll be... Still they, playing with new system. And and still, the Cork 20s this yeah. year, so he's bringing a lot of experience there for them. So they'll, they'll be delighted with, even though they lost, and, and so they'll, they'll be still pleased with where they're at. They're there in the last game, yeah. chance to go through. Yeah. They'll be, they'll be delighted. And um, what about the grade below that, Barry, the intermediate A? Um, what were your top three there a couple of weeks ago when we did the original four rankings? A couple of weeks ago, I had Aberborough, Mitchellstown and Glenmire. Um, I'm going to stick with Aberborough and Mitchellstown. I'm going to move down uh, Glenmire 1 and uh, push up Borby up to third. Borby, because Glenmire have won the game and lost the game, so they're still they're still in with a chance of, of getting to beat Glenmire, yes, I think, at the weekend. Of the, they yeah. beat Glenmire by a point, so that was a big win for them. They're still alive. Yeah, still alive, but um, yeah, I just think I've just moved up Borby up 1. Um, yeah, I just think they're... They're, they're showing yeah, a bit of form. And Al Bulliger, you know, they have a great chance of winning that, I think. Uh, yeah, they've like they lost the 2018 uh, final and they lost uh, last year's final. So you know, and uh, they keep coming back. You know, to, and as we said before, um, and they've got good scoring spread, good forwards, Matthew Bradley, and you know, the, the Paul Ring in defence, Paul Ring in defence, yeah. Cork senior in the last few years. So yeah. a, a serious outfit. And the Premier Junior, who are the Premier teams Junior, um, Kilmoy number one, Mill Street number two, and I Cope number three. And uh, similar to the intermediate, A, I'm going to. Um, Bolivant were my four teams, so I'm going to push up Bolivant up to third and uh, Cove drop down to four. And are Bolivant through Barry? And that's how I, um, Cove actually uh, beat Bolivant yesterday um, by a point. All right, yeah, okay. You know. okay. But, 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 but could still qualify? Both could still qualify going to the final day, but I just think Bolivant will, will, will have a bit more firepower possibly up, yeah. up front. They have a lot of players who've been involved with Cork underage teams. And Kilmurray had a massive one yesterday. They were trailing at halftime against Kinsale, maybe the win being a factor there. And they, they, they pushed on, got, got, got a winning goal at the end. Yeah, the, the Lawrence Ashling uh, got a goal in the nineteenth minute against Kinsale in in in, in um on on Saturday, and um, but that that was a crucial score in the end. Yeah, they won uh, against Kinsale one nine to, to nine points, so they were in a good place uh, going to the, the the last group stage game. And yeah, they they'll be um, they'll be fancied in in that particular grade to, to win the county. And what about the matches you need to catch this week? There ain't a whole lot to pick from. Is no. There, it's, 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 this is the divisional week, so we've a gap week and a can before the storm. Then we go back for a hurling weekend, then a football weekend, and that's the group stages concluded. Um, Dennis, there, there's some hurling action still with this divisional uh, section. Yeah, Wednesday night in Morn Abbey, UCC are playing Avenue, and the winners go on to play McKillian on Saturday with the winners of that going into the quarterfinals of the championship proper. Should be a, a good game uh, on Wednesday. UCC, they've, they've Niall O'Leary, they've Shane Kingston from Ballinor, who was in the Cork under 20s, Sean Daly, James Dwyer, Dear McCarney from Cove, and then Avendu have uh, beaten Carberry Muskery and Duhalla to come through the first phase. Stephen Condon, a great scoring form for them again, and Colin O'Brien, Dara Flynn, Owen Carey, Ben Nyan. So some, good, some good players there, guys. Should be an entertaining Cork game, yeah. And, you know, when there's, when there's nothing else on this week, you know, I might draw a bit of a crowd. Uh, Weather permitting, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Weather permitting. Any McKilly would still be favourites to beat whoever comes through. Realistically, I think Dennis it, Ring is over over them again. This yeah, year, I think McKilly are the fourth favourites outright for the county. Yeah, oh, well, there even you go. They still have to play a game to get to the quarter final. So they, you know, they'll be in a position where they're having to focus on Sunday and make sure they get the performance they'll be playing as a team. 
that has I've had a win a few days earlier. momentum, but yeah, you would expect the McGilly to to be the, the likeliest team to come out of that. Yeah, and Barry, the football equivalent is also on. You mentioned top Queen. Tom Creedon Cup final, already. that's Saturday afternoon, number eight. That's Saturday at five o'clock in, in McCroom, yeah. Be a good game, yeah. Wasn't it? In the Castle Grounds in McCroom between, between McCroom and Knocknagui, so that'll be, it'll be an interesting Knock game. Knocknagui always play good football, you know, and, and neither team probably are going as well as they'd, li- they'd like in Championship, but it'll be probably a welcome respite for them now, the two week gap to the next round of the football anyway, so yeah. they can just tear into this one. But both teams are coming to this game, like on, you know, contrasting, uh, you know, weekends in the club Championship, yeah. um, like, you know, obviously we were just talking about McCroom there. Um, they lost to Ivory Dewey and uh, Nakanui the great win over for my so it should, keep, should keeps their season alive yeah so it should be very interesting on Saturday and divisional section we have a similar kind of situation there's divisional final on Sunday night in Zayden Park ring and then Thursday night we have a, a, a knockout game to decide who goes and plays that yeah, Cab, we are playing Do Hello uh, Thursday in Park, doing it at, at half seven. Uh, Cab, we won this um, particular uh, section uh, last season, be- beating Do Hello actually in the final by a point, and they lost to Ben and Colleague in the, in the qualifying proper. Um, so this well, is that, that put the spotlight on Rory Dean and uh, Brian O'Driscoll last year, didn't it? They got back into Cork because yeah. of their form. And, and, and they'll be key figures again on, on Thursday night. Um, but this, you know, this is Cabby's first game. Um, this season, whereas Do Hallow have played um, three games, beating Mushby twice and Immokilly uh, once. Um, but like, Stantum though, could have buried maybe? It yeah. could, but Do Hallow haven't played since um, early July. Oh, so right. seven, seven weeks, I think it is. So, um, so it'll be absolutely all on the night. All on the night, and Donna O'Connor still going uh, strong for Do Hallow. We'll be keeping it out if can give up that top <laughs> and, farm. And Dara Cashman, uh, Cork footballer. Um, in defence the street club man he's been in, in good form and, and forced his way into Cork and then they're playing on Sunday night Sunday night um, the winners Thursday play UCC on Sunday night in Park Ewing at 7 o'clock and Thursday's winners probably be favourites there I suppose will they UCC won't have played up to now and you'd imagine so yeah a good game worth catching that's it for this week's Echo Sport podcast in association with our friends from O'Sullivan Brothers DIY you can find us every Tuesday on echolive.e forward slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts the echo sport podcast in association with o'sullivan brothers diy kitchens wardrobes stores and floors we supply to your design visit osbgroup.ie our in branch at holly hill and toker